Feeling tired at the gaming table? Want to hear foul-mouthed jackasses poke fun at gaming companies when they screw up? Want an honest, street-level opinion from a team of gamers that call it like it is? Then Blunt Force Gamers may be the podcast for you. Listener discretion advised. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and gamers of all ages. You know who we are. It's on the intro. I'm your host, Game Goblin, and sitting in the room with me is... Kazarkan, the Lord Dragon. And... Darth Blasphemous, hail to the dark side. Blasphemous! There's an invader on the ship! No, 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 I have invited one of my friends from the game I run uh, to be a part of this, and he has decided to take up our offer this week. Oh, well, who's our special guest then? Uh, that would be me. May I go by Haddock? Havoc? Havoc. So All tell right. us, Havoc, you have your own channel and stuff. You mind shamelessly plugging? Uh, yeah, so I, not gonna lie, I'm a Twitch streamer. I, uh, if I stream quite a bit of variety games, I stream mainly Destiny, uh, Tarkov, which is a bit, uh, much lately, and, uh, I just started getting back into WoW. So what can people find you under? Um, so my Twitch name is, uh, Crafted Havoc. No space, capital C, capital H. Do you show tits? What about bathwater? Dude, <laughs> you know it. Right on. So, if you want some havoc bathwater, this is the guy to contact. So, the main reason why I invited him is one because he is a guy of a certain gaming criteria. I.e., he gets to go for long periods of time doing mainly gaming in his free time because he's stuck in a place with people. So. He has probably close... He, I know he has more years than uh, than I in gaming. And I think he's actually on par with you there, Kaz. If not, getting close to a... Uh, like years in... Years gaming um, period? Or gaming it's like RP? when you It's like when you fill out an application and you, put, you got 10 years experience. You're like, I did so much goddamn overtime. I have earned 10 years experience what anyone else does on a normal yeah, 40. The amount of time I spent gaming is not... <laughs> I, I got Tarkov, um, what, May? And since from May till now, I've already put almost 1,500 hours into it. Jesus Christ. And then talk about and, your and then um, the other RPGs. Games I yeah. 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 I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and we've got our first audio artifact <laughs> of the week. <laughs> Compliments of Darth Blasphemous dropping shit. Yeah, yeah. It's well my, done. Uh, it's my back scratcher, you know. I haven't found the correct Twi'lek to scratch my back for me. Well, what's our topic this week? I'm sure the audience wants to know. So this one was inspired by Kaz, but I'm going to bring this one in because I've been thinking about it because mainly I found the Aviators a while back and shared it with everyone and a couple of other Dwarven-themed bands, but gaming-inspired music. Like, so, so say you're playing any RPG, it doesn't matter what it is, werewolf, anything, and you just have this song in your head, right, of the, your character or your group or your guys' doing shit or what happens when you're bullshit, and you just have this song that starts to go in your head for those of us who are musically gifted. Ah, it's the Don't eye of the tiger. <laughs> so Don't you, you know, you never split the party. <laughs> and then you have the talent, skills, or just gumption to turn that into a song and put it online for others here. That's what we're talking about. Gaming-inspired music, whether it be Last week's topic of cyberpunk music, because God, there's been so fucking much cyberpunk music getting thrown at me online. Oh yeah. Or it's some old school. We're going uh, bardcore, where we're just going to adapt all the music we like, but in a medieval style, or translate it into another language. 
all this stuff counts. Or, you know, I really just want to take my dwarven fucking cleric and get his theme song out there. Stuff you guys have found, stuff you guys like, something you would like to see. Let's just talk about gaming-inspired music. Oh. Yeah. Wow, you guys actually have a topic I can't steamroll and railroad all over. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be an uncomfortable episode. Normally, I just like get rip-roaring. <laughs> That's okay, we decided to give the old man a break for a week. I could use a break. <laughs> well, we figure it's cold outside. my hip. <laughs> he, we just put a blanket across his lap and gave him a little cocoa with some rum. Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I can roll with that. I mean, I need one of those. Well, I guess uh, if we're going to go with gaming-inspired music, uh, I didn't really study for this episode because I always expect to do uh, role-play episodes, <laughs> uh, gaming episodes. Um, well, you can you know, bring in uh, a musicianal character you've played if we have extra time. No, I don't have a musicianal character. The only musicianal character I ever would play would be a bard that only plays Baby Shark. <laughs> <laughs> and the only magic he took was summoned so he could summon a baby shark to die upon the battlefield. Hells to the yeah. <laughs> but as far as gaming music goes, it's uh, my experience is a hit and miss. I do have one album that I've downloaded about two years ago. It's Mortal Kombat themed, and half of the tracks are awesome. And the other half make me want to throw my uh, music player across a room and scream. So in your old man speak, it was B-side. Oh, it was... No, no, no. This isn't the B-side. This is like the bonus disc of the crap that didn't fit with the good stuff, but they threw it in anyway just to like as a bonus to get you to buy it. It's like, oh yeah, and we include these three free tracks on a bonus oh, so, CD. So it's like uh, Yoko Ono adding her own disc to uh, some Beatles. Oh, God, dude, I've seen her like perform and... No, no, no. It's Wait. not that bad. Last time I saw Yoko Ono perform, like my parents were sitting there enjoying that shit, and I felt myself being auditorily sterilized. <laughs> After watching it, I was like, I'll never be able to have kids. <laughs> I, I figured it was one of those things of like you were a world renowned flautist, and then you just put the flute down and was like, I can never play this again. It was so horrible. It, it, it's like, I have more respect for like this. Uh, who was it, Yanni or some other fucking... The, the wackadoodle with the fucking clarinet playing a single note for 30 minutes. At least that took talent. Practice and training. Yeah, especially on breathing for a wind instrument. Jeez. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a breath exercise with a wind instrument. He played a cons uh, consistent note for 30 minutes. Boring, but at least it took skill. Yeah, like he... As does the didgeridoo. Yeah, so as does the rain stick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to say that I've got a Mortal Kombat album and the Melina track and the Johnny Cage track are really great. Reptile is a good track. Kung Lao just... It's so much symbols. And it's high-pitched. I just... No. <laughs> well, well it's supposed to be symbolic. It's like, oh, oh, it's like the, the, the Kung Lao track for gaming-inspired music is like a little kid with a wooden spoon in a pot banging it behind you. Ah, so it's the Justin Bieber track. It's a Justin Bieber track, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's all Good I thought. I'm just going to pass the uh, stick to whoever wants to take it next. Here, here's the stick. Anybody? All right. So, so here we go. Kaz has the stick. I'm out. <laughs> 
I brought up this topic because I thought it would be a fun thing, and it would be, you know, neat to explore. Blasphemous did a better intro of it than I ever could have, but... It's what I do. Yeah, yeah, I don't gloat. No, 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 I'm not gloating. I'm just saying, that's probably the most I will completely give to this thing. Give me, <laughs> hey, hey, give it 20 minutes. Just just keep talking, give it 20 minutes, and he will fall asleep, and you can say whatever you want. <laughs> no, 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 it, wait 20 minutes, it'll be like last week where my stomach explodes. <laughs> yeah. All right, all joking aside, um, I just brought this up because I thought it would be fun, frankly, to talk about it. But, you know, um, there is a fairly long list of stuff that has gotten onto market that I've enjoyed. Uh, one of them is from Hello Neighbor, which is a game I haven't even played, where the AI learns from you and basically sets traps to stop you from doing whatever the fuck you're doing in his house. So there's that. Uh, but the, the track was fan-made, and it was super well done. You know, probably a YouTuber or someone with, you know, a proper sound editing equipment board, and he just sort of went ham with it. I've also heard songs alluded to in video games, but never fully played. Let's take Rejuvenencia and Live Together by Lucio in Overwatch, who's played by... Uh, yeah, Blast was over there doing like the fuck that's the supposed shrug, to be. I'm like this is this must be how um, certain people feel when I start throwing out musical composers from, you know, the 1800s. Yeah, so it's kind of in that vein and most things with gaming music is it could be. And someone on YouTube actually made his two tracks that actually feature in the game and they're pretty great. They're a little bit more on the trancey side of um, digital music, but they were good. I liked them. And I've also, uh, Blasphemous has mentioned the Aviators. Um, they've done uh, Adventure Song. is. Oh, it's, it's a classic, definitely. Now, it does get a bit repetitive, and I like some of the remixes I found online for that song, but that was a song that I found and shared with you I remember the same day I found it. Yeah, yeah. And there's also stuff like uh, Clamavi de Provantes, which I'm quite certain I'm butchering the pronunciation of with 110% accuracy. You suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do uh, score core, so epic stuff. Very melodic. It feels like it could be in a movie, right? It's got that sort of epic quality. Well, part of that is because they're... They cut their teeth on doing covers for um, Lord of the Rings songs. Yeah. And then they moved on to the Hobbit songs, which is where they found their stride with Dwarven stuff. And they have so much stuff specifically in the Dwarven style. And it is actually really pleasant to listen to. I'm glad we both have that to share as a musical interest. Yeah. Um, if you ever want to look up one of their songs, look up When the Hammer Falls. That is a fantastic Dwarven-themed song. And another... Um, there's another band, Windrose. They're uh, a metal band. And, you know, metal's not for everyone. We get that. Just like synth isn't for everything. Rap's not for everyone. What about ska? Also not for everyone. <laughs> Ska's not for anyone. It's not for <laughs> people. <laughs> Ska's like the grandfather to dubstep, but the grandfather we all want to forget about. It's the weird, creepy grandfather. Like, the first time I heard Ska, I was just like, no. <laughs> Rose, the new thing is so popular. Popular with what? <laughs> right. 
Cats, uh, house cats with like dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, stuff like that. Um, so they do a lot of very dwarf themed stuff, and it's metal, and it's pretty damn good. Um, Drunken Dwarves is one of their song titles, and it's basically about a medieval tavern full of full of drunken, rather racist, xenophobic, pissed off dwarves. I mean, after how many short jokes would it take to break you? I mean, really. Oh yeah, no. I, I could totally see it. It makes you sense. would like that song actually, Gobbo, because uh, they're dwarves. Well, no, because they they specifically shit on half, knife ears. Yeah, but they're they're only about half as good as elves, and elves are no good. <laughs> that in itself was a short joke. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they make fun of knife ears in that song, and I think you'd enjoy it though, for that aspect. Yeah, lily livered tree hugging knife ears. But there is also. If we want to go back to, I think, the the origin of a lot of this stuff is... In the early 2000s, I remember seeing them when YouTube was new. Um, and it was a Scandinavian band, and one of their guys dressed up like a, a goblin. That was what a bunch of their songs were about. And he always played... like he, he would wear normal clothes, but he had the full goblin makeup and gloves on and all that shit. And he'd always be like the butt of the song. But he was also, I think, the main singer. So there's some. That's clever. I may have to go hunt them down. That sounds neat. Yeah, Um, they're they're kind of old, but all their stuff was good. Yeah, yeah. All right, our guest has been sitting here very patiently, very quietly. So mic time. Yeah, well, I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm not well versed into music for games. I I, soundtracks. um, Unless it actively catches my attention, it's it's just background noise to me um i will say though there have been quite a few different games that when a when a, a soundtrack catches my attention it's one of those i immediately will go and search the album and go find it and try to download it um with that being said like one of the ones that like i just downloaded like the new expansion just dropped for destiny and within the first week of it being out, I instantly downloaded that soundtrack and was just playing it on nonstop repeat when I when I game. It, it's it it's different um, because due to the uh, pandemic and everything, uh, they had a lot of their uh, voice actors and their musicians and all that work from home. Mm. So they used uh, stuff around the house. To 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 create record sounds. To ah, create there sounds. we go. And our second weird noise of the week. Compliments of Darth Blasphemous again. <laughs> Please continue, good sir, while he just makes weird noises that <laughs> Mike will pick up. So yeah, With um, they used they they used uh, things all around their house to record for voice acting and for their music, like. I think reading one of the fucking articles, they one of the uh, uh, one of the uh, musicians or voice actors, I don't remember who, they used a fucking breast pump for their fucking noise, and it's just it blows my mind that they're able to change the the that type of stuff and turn it into music and you know different. Did you did you guys catch that? Did you did you guys catch what I caught? The beding? No, no. Last week when we did our cyberpunk episode, you mentioned Kazarkan that as your character is walking down the street, you will hear the word "fuck" repeatedly, like throughout the course of when you're just walking, like every five seconds. 
And our guest has just dropped it like three times in 15 <laughs> seconds. Uh, you are a cyberpunk character. Maybe. I have a bit of a mouth. I'm not. I apologize. Eh, it's not. It's normal for this course. Yeah. Like that. At this point, people stop caring about the bleeps and the blops. I have you know, we have a very nice lady down in Florida who listens to our podcast, and I'm sure she doesn't want to share it with her kids. But I hope she gets a laugh out of it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She like that was a gem. Well wishing out of a, out of the blue from a fan. Zinger. Full mind blown. Yeah, we get worth that. That uh, yeah, the well wishing we got was from Orange Rose. Yeah. Super awesome shit. Super awesome shit. But like, contact us. We'll give you a prize. I don't know. We'll, we'll give you a prize. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> It'll smell like, kind of like corn. <laughs> Havoc has actually brought this up. Uh, the, it's amazing what people can do with sound instruments. Everybody knows that iconic Tie Fighter sound. The blaster yeah. sound or them flying over? Because flying have two. over. Oh yeah, the the, the flying over. sound. Yeah, the the Tie Fighter engine sound was made with a fucking vacuum cleaner. They just slowed no. it down, and I think there was a few other things that they did to it. I'm not familiar with it. So you want to know one of the great ones from Star Wars, because, let's face it, they won the music war. Out of, out of Star Trek, Stargate, any of those, Star Wars had the best music. Yeah, um, I, I yeah, kind of have to give it to them. One. You know, but <laughs> what they did for sound effects, uh, they the blaster sound, that iconic blaster sound, came out of them just putting a microphone up to a tensioned wire. I think it was off of, like, the uh, power lines to keep the pole standing straight. And they just bing, 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 bing. And that's the sound they were receiving. But you can go even deeper into stuff that inspires a lot of games. Godzilla. How many people have had a fight with, like, a super large monster? And that iconic sound you think of when you think Godzilla or giant monster, that was literally a composition of, like, 30 different, like... Tweaks. creatures and a bunch of different tweaks and in fact the original creator is like yeah if we ever lose that original sound bite that like they still have on the old school tape that's the only copy in existence exists because they can't replicate wow from the sounds of it it was like a fever dream of editing to get that sound i mean yeah that sounds, sounds like, like a nightmare movie. It would be. And then like, Goblin's got a little bit of experience with it, and he's just doing balancing levels, and he hates it. I can't. Yeah, I was actually just like <laughs> mentally compiling, you know, like the high points of the sound where I would like put them all together to get the sound consistent, and then how many times I would have to like mute different channels and play it over and over. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds yeah. like a fever dream. And then like, yeah. How iconic that is to most people where they'll have a soundboard for gaming with that sound or an approximation of. I mean, yeah. you know Havoc from gaming with me. I love especially when you guys are in the dollhouse playing some oh, music. Fuck the dollhouse, man. That's proof it's working. I hate the dollhouse. <laughs> Every fucking year you're in that dollhouse. Something it, fucks you up. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Blasphemous, that's, that is your shining praise as a GM. Like, you've won it. You've got the trophy. I've creeped people out so bad that literally them walking home, but it, it's at use of music. Yeah. Playing creepy piano music when they're in a hallway, or the sound of a rainstorm on a, you know, <laughs> an old Victorian house. Or the little kids in the corner, you want to play with me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to play with you! <laughs> it's the whole but, reason I need to buy a new tablet. Dude, 
Are you sure? <laughs> this kids are 18. <laughs> But yeah, you know, we can also take this the other way. What music do we use in-game, not just game-inspired music? Because we can give people all the information uh, we want about stuff we've found online, but let's talk about stuff we've used in-game. Like, even... You guys know I like to use a lot of music when I game. I like to have something going just to take the background noise up, to take those dead spots and be like, oh, if we're really quiet, there's crickets. Yeah. And... Those are clever. Those are great. Um, I'm I'm personally a big fan of score course type type stuff. Two Steps from Hell, uh, Bruneville, um, Mythos. Yeah. Yeah. No, I lost the, lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, here, I'll I'll do a little filling. So even just computer gaming, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone has their soundtrack that they want to play, like. For Gobbo, I know he has the uh, Deadpool 2 soundtrack, and he plays holy shit balls on occasion. During boss battles. Yep, yep. <laughs> you I can't stop this motherfucker. He's the juggernaut. And like, all right, dudes, break out your D20s. Let's go. <laughs> I personally, when I'm when the rare times I'm computer gaming, I'll be on, and I will usually have classical playing, because it's just something nice and calming in the background, and if it's getting really intense, you know, swap it over to some, you know, epic music. Yeah. I literally just typed in epic, and this whole search for trying to find new bands and groups to talk about for this has actually led me to find something really cool, because it's also the holiday season, and it was um, epic Christmas music from a bunch of those same groups. Okay, definitely going to have to go back at this. And, you know, of course it brings you back to Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Fuck yes! I mean, you can't talk about music without talking about them. But there's so much other stuff around it that it's like, alright, there's these guys that do X and these guys that do Y, but if you can just find music that you like that transitions you, epic holiday music right now is doing it for me. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And, you know, certainly, there's plenty of folk who will just remix out of the soundtracks, right? So you take the soundtrack of the game because you really like it for whatever reason and you're like, but it needs more. It needs this. Like bass boost. Some of them, yes. Surprisingly common. But... It's number one edit. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's best one <laughs> <laughs> Um And, you know, or they'll, they'll take their own spin on it. Uh, Rejuvenencia is exactly this. It is from sound clips in-game that the character plays while you're running around doing whatever the fuck he does. Fun fun game, not for long. Eh. Good music, though. I, I, I will give Overwatch that. And it sort of became canon. Because Blizzard was like, hey, check this cool thing out. So, you know, fan, fan recognition and certainly the companies that you know, get their works done like this. Um, uh, I forget. The same company that did uh, Hello Neighbor and I think they did the Five Nights at Freddy's? Question mark? Series? I have no idea. I, dude. I, this is not involved D20s. I'm lost. Yeah, so DA Games, they've actually got a fair, fair chunk of songs that they've published. Like they're, I found them on Pandora. And they're pretty good. You know, there's stuff that's directly pertaining to their games, but not part of the soundtrack. 
just because. And in a way, that's still fan-made. It's fans of their own product, sure, but it's... At that point, it comes the line of what can we consider fan-made or not, but it's only a inspired by the game. Whether it's fan-made or not, you can appreciate something inspired by a game. Yeah, and that's that's the really cool thing. Like, please, I want to know. You guys, you guys in the listener base, send us like a Spotify playlist or something of gaming gaming related music that you have found or gaming themed music. That would be legit. Your force field is good. My teleporting is better. See, and you know, crazy stuff like that too. No, no, that's actually in a song. Like, uh, in my music mix somewhere deep in my Pandora playlist, I admit that I do have video game inspired tracks. I don't know who they're from because normally I was at work and busting ass while uh, playing those tracks. And one of them is just basically that. It's a uh, not quite dubstep, almost step, thing. chill thing. But yeah, the uh, all the vocals in it is basically people saying things that you would hear in video games, like "boom, headshot, roller mines." Nice, nice, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's, I, or, it's... I got balls of steel, and then music drop. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to let me know when that oh, song comes up again. I mean, Duke Nukem with a dubstep drop is a good mix. You know what? Um, I can see that. I can see that. I think one of the things this is throwing back into my mind is the Mortal Kombat 1, the movie, the soundtrack for that is always good when you've got fights going on in a tournament <laughs> in game. Especially uh, Goro's theme song. Oh, God. That is a hell of a song for <laughs> the entrance of any big bad guy. Oh, yeah. Nice. And, you know, there's there's also the classics, right? This is stuff that just happens organically. Um, Diggy Diggy Hole is a Minecraft slash dwarf song. It's, it was originally made by the Yogs cast, uh, a YouTube group, and then Windrose, I mentioned them earlier, they do a lot of dwarf metal. They got the rights to do a metal version of it and publish it. So that is actually really neat. And it's a, all that song is, is a joke that happened over comms of Minecraft. Like they were playing in the world, I am a dwarf and I diggy diggy hole. And then they, they just started chuckling about it. And, you know, that's how that song was born. That's the story of it. Short yeah. and sweet. And it's awesome to see that something like that can inspire a heavy metal band and just be like, you know what, we're going to do our take on this. What you thought? And apparently they have a, at least positive uh, relationship on the way their comments feed goes on YouTube, but that's about all I know and that's all I really care. It's interesting to see where these inspirations come from for gaming, gaming-related, and story arc-related, I guess. Uh, another cool band I've found is uh, Van Canto. They've got their not-quite-acapella group, because it's acapella with a drum kit. And they do things like metal covers, um, heavy metal stuff from, like, Sabaton, Megadeth, uh... Manowar. And then they've got their own story album that's just basically a fantasy story arc that you could kind of see playing out in the world. Like, I could base a game off that. Handily. Just that album. So, that transitions into another great thing, that music that was originally inspired by gaming. Way back in, 
way back in the day, an old man can confirm this. Uh-oh. <laughs> All that, like, high fantasy music from, like, the 70s. Oh, Jesus fucking... I'm sorry, I just had a flashback. Old <laughs> 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 man got PTSD? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I was actually... <laughs> It's like a Vietnam flashback, but in this case, it's Leonard Nimoy singing Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they're back in the day when D&D was new and like the massive war games were switching to more of a fantasy bent. Yeah. They inspired a whole generation of music, and that's part of where we get a whole bunch of, uh, was it progressive rock? You know, some of the... Uh, yeah, the, the opera rock. Oh yeah, the rock Opera operas. Rock. Oh my god, rock operas. That's yeah, those oh, are fun. I I had a channel completely devoted to that on. Um, God's been so long I haven't opened the app. Uh, Pandora. You can find some on there. Yeah, and you know. Yeah, look up a band of Golgotha, <laughs> and then go drink some bleach. Because <laughs> that is like more opera than rock, but more rock than opera, and it's. Oh, just, that sounds non-Euclidean. I'm just glad I got the CD for free. <laughs> <laughs> I just wow. Let's see, and you know uh, that I, talking about that has given me sneezies. Okay, I mean, like, <laughs> they're back to haunt you from last week. They're back to haunt me from last week. You like, still pissed off the deities. You must not have apologized enough. No, Nurgle has turned his eye to him. <laughs> I got the Rona. Doubtful. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I probably already had it like three times, and my immune system is like soldiers, dude. They are lined up, locked and loaded. <laughs> Wash my hands? What the hell with that, dude? I freeze weak immune systems. We don't want weak immune systems. I used to systems, work in a soldier. toxic work environment, dude. I have been exposed to so many chemicals and <laughs> contaminants and aluminum. And he basically has a fucking spray-on fucking barrier between him and the world. I'm surprised I didn't develop a gland filled with acetone. <laughs> All right, my my immune system is used to fighting shit off. It is ready, locked and loaded. <laughs> No wonder why he likes soft toilet paper, because that rough stuff, man, you wipe me out, add stone in your hand. Oh! You know, like... Between the cheeks. The, the coronavirus comes, you know, walking into enemy territory, and then suddenly, like, a general turns around and he says, Hey, John Rambo, we got more work for you. <laughs> That's how it goes, man. Hey! So, so coronavirus so... made me! I didn't want this war! <laughs> but I'm gonna end it! Adrian! <laughs> and then the music kicks in. Yeah, and then there's Welcome stuff. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, don't you know? You never split the party. It's act one. It's actually a song, and two, it is entirely about D and D. It is entirely about group and party dynamic and making sure that you know you're actually an effective fighting force and not a bunch of fuck offs with one with. You know, I am the glory. I believe, I believe it's what Yasik that uh, does uh, rap-related D and D. Yep, yep, yep. He's oh my like god, TPK. from uh, Man Shorts. Yeah, Man Shorts, the, the DM. And then uh, there's I, also Dan Bull with uh, yes, Skyrim rap. He's he's done a little bit of Overwatch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You got these mics are not super great. This one is, but... <laughs> oh, fuck you, Mr. Special. Hey, you get Not what you... on your best day. You guys get what you paid for, you paid free. <laughs> Deal with it. For both. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's something awesome is that we can find both in the past and currently, gaming is both inspiring and being inspired by gaming. And like, music. Oh, yeah. You, you missed a word somewhere in somewhere there. Somewhere in there, but... <laughs> Either way, you guys get what I'm saying. Music has both inspired games and been, you know, the inspiration for them. They, yeah. It's come from both ends. It's cyclical. You know? Yeah. It's it's like, sort of its own unique two-way street, right? And like, I don't know, do you guys do any character creation with music? <laughs> Actually, I was just having another flashback. Again, my Pandora list. Mm-hmm. There's one song that is absolutely 100% gaming-inspired. And I always crank it up when I hear it. Mm-hmm. It's not related to Overwatch or Skyrim or Doom or Duke Nukem. Any of the new stuff, it is actually... The sound clips they use, the audio is from the original NES version of Zelda. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So you get those sound clips playing in the background, and then of course, they cut it with the music. And then you hear the, the sound effect for when Link gets killed. And the only audio you get from a human is the guy going, Fuck! <laughs> and of course, you know, just the rest of the music plays like you know, like hardcore. You know, really ramps up. Like somebody's just having a blowout at the coffee table in front of their TV, just angry as hell. And then, of course, it gently slides back into the uh, Legend of Zelda music, and you know, you get that nostalgic feeling of Link walking around across the landscape, you know, killing little things uh, from the top-down side scroller. <laughs> and then again, you hear the death sound effect, and again. Fuck! And then the See, bass drop, and you know the drums kick back in. <laughs> See, that's some really great stuff. There is, you know, it encapsulates the rage of dying while playing an adventure game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just had a flashback to Nerdcore. See? See? We got more coming out. Oh, yeah. Nerdcore, though, is all over the damn place. True. It is just everywhere. Like, they go from sampling, like, the entire soundtrack to Miss, uh, fucking Pac-Man and Mrs. Pac-Man all the way over to, like, some weird shit where it's a sound effect out of Halo and fucking... There's a uh, rap that I heard that where they were just rapping about the uh, freezing temperature of water at certain elevations. Oh, it got I mean, so that, that's, weird. That's nerdcore, okay? It it's, it's a larger topic, but it's still kind of neat that it's, you know, it brings up these things like Halo sound bites, a lot of Zelda music, really good, Zelda-related, I've found. Um... And I've found that, like, some, like, Ori, and the, the, the Ori franchise, more recent games, the soundtrack is just fucking balls. I haven't even played the game. I've watched my roommate play it, and it shows up on my Pandora, and I'm like, that's from Ori. Check. Yeah. I just had flashbacks to Stargate, you know, yep. the, the religious zealots. Yep. Oh. Those are the only Ori I know. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> the Goa'uld are false gods. But the Ori are powerful psychics. Yep. Oh, man. I mean, think about it, though, like, character creation. You ever just, like, had to put some music on to get inspired or figure out exactly what path you want yeah. to take this guy down? Yeah, we actually yeah. had a guy that did that uh, when I was doing LARP. I mentioned this in a previous episode. Yeah. He had a, a guy who would do, uh, he would play a certain track over and over before getting into the LARP game for about 10, 20 minutes to get into the character's mindset. Yeah, and it, that's one way to do it. But, um, yeah, I absolutely will just throw on music and 
find something that feels right. It it really stirs the creative juices in kind of unconventional ways, which is really cool. Juicy. Yeah. Moist. There it is. Of course we knew we were going to do that. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. Havoc, what about you? Same idea? Uh, so, I've I haven't used much music. I've only really used music to create one character, and so far it's been one of my more, most more favorite characters to play. It's up there on the list. Yeah, it, His it, most it, morphogenic it, character. Yeah, whatever. I, English is difficult. Yeah, um, but uh, he's been one of the best characters I've played so far. I haven't played him for very long, but it's just music tends to bring more. Music and, breathes life yeah. in its own way. It breathes life to a world, a game, uh, a game setting, even around the play table or video games, soundtrack. The the music composition is crucial to bringing the world to life. Oh, oh yeah, when I so for me, music. Uh, I don't really like when I'm gaming. I don't play music. Uh, mainly mo most of the time because I'm pretty much gaming with other people but when I'm gaming solo there's sometimes where I play music but the moment I play music it's I instantly tune in I focus like I'm actually trying to play the game I typically do it because you know I'm getting salty and I was like okay I need to focus and concentrate um, but like it, it's noticeable when I, I play music, the difference between the two, like not playing and then, then playing with music. And like, it's also interesting that you're, in, especially when you're mixing gaming and music, um, you, there's the whole genre of games, rhythm games, and, you know, visualizers type, type games. You dance, know. dance revolution. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or Guitar Hero is another famous one. And then yeah. we get the Mandalorian, he looks over and he goes, That's not a real Mandalorian. This is just terrible. Somebody should ice that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know, and like EDR. Oh, so many broken mats. <laughs> oh I bet. I bet. And you know, the other thing about it is now even the novice, if you start playing music while you're gaming, it will intercede, it will collide with sometimes the game's music. And sometimes you can get some really neat fusions of stuff. And other times you're like, no, I don't want to listen to this song because it doesn't fit the way this game feels. Yeah, if you really want to set a grim dark atmosphere, anything by Soul Reaver 2. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, the Legacy of Kane series has some of the best grim dark music. If you want to do a D&D &D game that will scare the shit out of your players, just have that playing in the background. Ooh, you know what else is good? When you're writing a campaign putting on some music. Like, the whole campaign I'm putting you guys through, I was listening to, um... A little bit of Moonlight Sonata for parts. And then other times, just switch it up to other classical. But man, when you get into some of that deep, like... The music that makes you feel shit. Yeah. 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 Ironically, and I, I can't go too deep into this just yet, because it might give away clues in the game I'm running... Considering one of the players is sitting right there, hi, next to me. Yeah, but yes. there's actually a character in my game who's named after a song. Mm. Nice. Yeah. And, and and he's also acts just like the song makes people feel. 
Nice. Interesting. Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Clever. So now it's a very musically inspired character, and the character is named actually after the song, but nobody's caught it yet uh, because it is a very um, ob- it's not obscure per se, but compared to like Bach or Mozart, e- any of the you know, more notable composers, it- it's not as well known. So it's it's basically like I don't know like. Basically, Poison compared to Metallica. You know, if you put it in a few pop culture references, like, a lot of people know about Poison. They're really popular, but not everybody's heard their music or knows they've heard it. But everybody's heard Metallica. Well, everybody's heard Mozart. But some people might have heard this other composer, but not know who it is kind of stuff. Yeah. And just like the song plays (laughs) out... Mm -hmm. uh, Just as the song plays out, though, the character acts much in the same way. So that is... Music-inspired gaming, and you know, there's other there's other music-inspired stuff. Uh, same game. I know you've brought this up as one of the radio stations in Cheetown. Well, oh yeah, yeah, was inspired by an anime AI character whose whole shtick was music. One of the best damn animes ever, and it was really neat. Macross Two is great. <laughs> I love Sharon Apple. She's one of the greatest artificial songstresses ever developed. Suck it, Tay. Ah, <laughs> uh, nothing like music as a weapon, for real though. Yeah, kind of. And but like that was that was a neat nod in its own right. It didn't get a whole lot of airtime, and I, you know, I only know about this because we chatted after game session. Yeah, and anybody in game who decides to go, well, I'm going to listen to that station, what do I hear? I can just YouTube it. And bam, there you go, the music right there. Yeah. Because she's got, uh, Sharon Apple has a full library on one uh, CD. Nice. Yep. Alright, you guys want to talk about a game that uses music in a way that put a lot of people off? Ooh, alright. Carnival music during boss battles. No. Yeah, no, that would do it. No. It does not work in two situations I have found personally. Boss battles, it completely throws them off. And during uh, intimate relations. Yeah. I don't know, it really depends on whether or not they have a clown fetish. Um, I mean, even then. you, blasphemous. Hey, hey. It's a valid point. Well, j- just, uh, just, just to clarify a little bit of point, she was more into uh, albums and songs like Wumpscut, Lords of Acid, How Job, uh, Rammstein. So when I snuck a carnival music in the middle of the, the playlist, uh, the intimate playlist, I was the one having fun. <laughs> <laughs> now back to gaming inspired music. So you guys remember a game a couple of years back called Brutal Legend? Oh Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ! <laughs> so it tried. It tried so Barbarian. I I got as far as the first big multi battle. That's like the the fucking first third of the game, right? Like it's you've just got the demon wings. I had to put down the controller. I quit playing right there. Like that game, the music inspired stuff was cool, but it was way too much. Yeah, and like as with everything with gaming, there's a fine line. There's a fine line that people have to walk to really meld anything. Right. You know, can I do paper plus tiger? Hmm, yes, you can. It's called origami. Or, can I do um, 
you know, this hardcore rock with this rap. No. Yes, you can, actually. Yes, yes there is. There it is, is a very Anthrax and Run DMC did a great track, proving that rock and rap can be combined as well. Faith No More also did it. Okay, now I'm going to go look at these. Now, yes. rap and country, that's basically new country. Runtry. Yeah. That is I, literally any country after 2007. Yep. Although, there is one game that actually comes to mind, and all you youngins ain't going to get it. That is worse than Brutal Legends, as far as musical-inspired games. Oh, come on. I don't even remember the full name of it. It was that bad I just walked out of the freaking uh, arcade, because this was back when we had arcades. Wow. And it was also purchased by an occupant of the household, because she really loved Aerosmith. And it was a song, or a, a game where you basically threw CDs in a first-person shooter at enemies, uh, distributing the music of Aerosmith in some sort of weird revolution game where Aerosmith would show up and give you hints and tips as uh, throwing CDs at people would somehow inspire the world to be a better place. I... Okay. She really like love and peace, so I stop hitting your face into curb. I, yeah. I throw lethal plastic CDs at you, so the world can be a better place. Kind of, yeah. That uh, makes a lot of sense, dude. There was so much weird shit coming out back then. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, that's that's kind of rare. I think I played like thirty seconds of it. I'm like, why the? F why did they make this? <laughs> She's like, it's really good. I like Aerosmith, and I'm like, liking Aerosmith does not make for a good game. <laughs> just because I like steak doesn't mean that it's going to make for a good steak if I just like, oh, I don't know, hang it out on the back porch for a week. <laughs> well, I don't know. A dry-aged steak does make it better. If you do it right, but if you just hang it Not up Not in this moist, damp, <laughs> fly-infested climate. Yeah, it's true. I can't make beef jerky like I do. I would home. be lucky to get back strips of mold with meat somewhere in there. Yeah, I have to make beef jerky with a dehydrator. I hate this state. <laughs> I mean, there you have it. But, you know, like, when you do game with music, Havoc, what sort of stuff do you put on? Just because, you know... Aerosmith so, is first me. Yeah. Um, it, it honestly all depends on what I'm... Like, yeah, it depends on my mood. It depends on what I'm playing. Um, for... The most part, I typically put on things like uh, Sabaton, yes, uh, uh, Power Wolf, mm, yep. um, bring Nightwish. me the Nightwish, bring me the Horizon. Uh, though I did recently find one of the buddies that I play games with. I did found out that he he uh, he's in a band and like they're doing pretty well. They only have three <laughs> songs, but like their their shit is good. What the hell? I thought you got rid of the God's Curse last week. <sighs> we already said he's cursed this week. I am. So I, I've been I've been recently jamming out to that lately. Check out Van Canto. They did a cover of Primo Victoria. You're welcome. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> if we're getting into the realm so, of of music that really gets us in the mood to like do stuff in game, see. Yeah, you know, we wouldn't leave you out to dry there, Gob. I'm just saying. Not that you could in this state. Nothing. Okay, nothing compares to flying through space. Because I did this in Star Trek Online recently, and I was in some really hot, heavy battles. Because for some reason, your shields are just basically tissue paper, and you got to worry about 
your actual hull, so that's where the fight really begins. And of course, the game decides that every space battle needs to be a Zerg rush against just you, so most of the game is just a King of the Hill stay alive. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Nothing inspires me to be the best captain I can be in space, unless I'm playing French synth pop. Okay. Yeah, you know, like a little bit of yelly action going on. You know, there, there's a lot of great uh, French bands out there. And if I'm playing something, you know, with an upbeat uh, kind of perky bounce to it, with a lot of high pitch, you know, techno uh, stingers going, yeah, yeah, good spot. I am suddenly like in battle mode. <laughs> and there's the god switch. Marchon, marchon. That's what I say. <laughs> No white flags in my space dock, I tell you what. <laughs> However, uh, on the same token, I did go through kind of a phase where I was playing some of the um, darker horror genre games, and I would just get kind of bored of the soundtrack in the game. And it adds a completely different feeling to it whatsoever if you're listening to Japanese pop music. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kiari Pamu Pamu is... Wonderful all on her own, but it just, like, if you know anything about her as an artist, it just adds that extra element of deranged wackiness to play a Call of Cthulhu game to her music. Because <laughs> it's like the two of them were made for each other. I mean, tentacles, come on. No, no. No. <laughs> no, Kiari Pamu Pamu uh, artistically is an artist who presents herself as the, like a Disney princess, okay? She's cute. She's well-dressed, she's talented, she's, like, smiling, she's welcoming. And then, like, the visuals of her music videos is just this weird dystopian garbage heap of, like, floating eyeballs and people with their faces melting kind of stuff. Nice. So she does the ugly with the beautiful in her music videos. That's okay. cool. That's cool. Totally getting, like, an early Marilyn Manson vibe. She's kind of like what would happen if Marilyn Manson and Lady Gaga had a bastard child and let it just do its get, thing. Um, and it really had an affinity for uh, Britney Spears at that point? And they just left it out somewhere in Japan where it could find a schoolgirl outfit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What are we looking at for time? Uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. So, music is great and it can inspire you or gaming could inspire your music. But... I think something more interesting is musical characters. We all know bards. I love bards. Bard, 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 bard. But I ban them in my games because bardic knowledge is broken. If you know how to use it, it breaks the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard a story about this once. It just goes like this. Bip, 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 done. Yeah, you, you roll me, a couple times. Excuse me, that's a puzzle. Yeah. Or worse yet, yeah, you're trying to do a, uh, um, you know, like a mystery game, which after conversing with... Uh, Good old Gabo here uh, is really hard to do a good mystery game, and it, it's a lot of cogs within cogs, wheels within wheels. Which the best he did had to have been the vampire campaign that we keep coming back to. It's worth coming but back. Even to. that one was too much for myself, and definitely for you guys. Yeah, and there was just too many fucking pieces on the playing table to like. Ugh. Wheels within wheels within wheels. He's he's playing like 3D chess against two opponents. 3D chess? Uh-uh. I was playing against this, like, guy with pointy ears on a starship named Spock. 
<laughs> and everything I was doing, he just said was illogical, and I'm like having to rethink it and doubt myself constantly. I think I saw that episode of DS9. There was this Vulcan, and he had an all Vulcan crew, and thought Vulcans were the best at everything. So they played baseball. Weirdest goddamn thing ever. But it would have been better with a musical score. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, right out of a joke. Gun. Yeah. 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 But, but so, uh, bards and other musical inclined, even themed characters. Say you've got a sorcerer who really wanted to be a bard but couldn't hack it, so all their charisma stuff is just their spells. So all their stuff is musically themed. Yeah. I mean, and you can... It, at this point, it's reskinning a character is easy and doesn't affect the game unless you're actually reskinning them and then there's some other things that you may want to be discussing goblin i know you've done it what i'm just gonna make her beautiful like a butterfly that's a totally <laughs> different kind of reskinning that was a completely different reskinning <laughs> i know but, but that, so that was more in the vein of <laughs> event horizon <laughs> okay i made her into a butterfly sure but that butterfly was on a ship destined for hell <laughs> <laughs> so and we were going oh, i don't need eyes to see exactly mm -hmm. so you know Cosmetic reskinning and even thematic reskinning is perfectly fine. The example Blasphemous just used is, you know, the sorcerer charisma that flunked out of Bard College. Which could honestly give you like a level one in Bard or, you know, you retrained into a few uh, skills in Pathfinder, but yeah. it, it, it's just a thing of the aesthetics can also be of the music. Like, who hasn't played the fucking emo character, right? Come on, who hasn't played the orphan who's totally alone and yeah, give him some fucking hair dye and a couple piercings and they'll wear scene. Alright, uh, we, we all know actually, that. I don't think I have either. I, I No, no. I haven't done that. I've, 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 I, I've dabbled with playing on the edge but I've never like, oh my goth. Yeah, you've I never... I just want to dye, dye, dye my hair black. You never run your wrist along the edge. No, I've never played like a suicidal edge runner. Uh, I've played with a few, and it's not fun. And, um, and that's exactly why I think I've never done it myself. It's because I've seen it. Yeah. It, it really just depends on the player. Some people can pull it off, but think about the, the other musical scores, though. You want someone who... Rockabilly, right? They're, they're the fucking fighter. You could totally do a thing... Hell, we've even discussed it and seen it on other things, where if you wanted to... You could play 5e and play have your players all be bards, and you're oh, just a fucking yeah. band. We were, we were honestly, talking about uh, yes, I know. We, we, honestly, we they're already in um, to the Herald. Back to a game I'm running right now with a musically thematic character in it. There's a second musically thematic character in it for a completely bass backwards other reason that the group has already encountered. He is known in Vegas as the King. Oh um, yeah. You guys have met one of the people who works for the king, who's an interdimensional arms trader, who just really likes music from the 50s and 60s in Las Vegas. He's an interdimensional Elvis impersonator. And he also happens to be a dispossessed godling, because this is Rift, so you can play gods, but he's a godling who was, is dispossessed from his uh, pantheon, so he just decided to become the spirit of rock and roll. 
He's like, fuck it. He's this like, is my domain. It well, is mine. He, he's like, fuck it. You know, music inspires and invokes emotion in people, and that's what gods do just by being alive. So everywhere that rock and roll is being played, there he I has am. a presence. There he is. Wherever two play instruments in my name, I shall be there. Wherever too. there's a garage with a shitty band, his influence is there. Uh, just Even if it's just starting out, like they haven't hit their stride yet. Yeah. Wherever a group of old guys who never put in enough work to make it happen, he, he's a, play at a you know state fair, he is there. Yeah, well, he's, yeah. A, he's a thematically musical character by that regard, that he's a Elvis impersonator who's just decided on his own whim to become the spirit of rock and roll. And it's so he doesn't have legitimacy well. in that, but that still plays on the human condition that we all want to be something that we're not. Yeah. You know, I want to be um, tall. I'm not. <laughs> but if I had God powers, I'm the spirit of the big and tall store. You know? <laughs> See? Crazy shit. Wherever a shirt doesn't fit you well, I shall show you salvation in our low, low prices. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean that—that's definitely one really fun way to do that. But but like we were talking a while back about doing a fifth edition game where it is a party of bards and it's a band. Really, we're just taking laser metal in essence <laughs> and then having to transpose it into five E for a more cohesive rule set. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yes, it, it's it's a curse you to me. You can as actually well. you can turn this around on him. You can turn this around on him so easily right now. Oh, how's that? You just got to talk to the other players. He wants you to be a band, right? But make all of your characters good-looking young men. Doesn't work. Who only know how to dance and lip sync. <laughs> you are a terrible human being. That is already you are even a terrible goblin. That's right. I already have those written. When you guys minions. walk into a village or a town, you will hear the sound of panties drop with tectonic force. <laughs> I wish you like, wrong. But it could be like ninety-six <laughs> degrees. Because ninety-eight degrees is already taken. <laughs> so that'd be copyright. No, no, no! They're Celsius, so they're nineteen degrees. You, you mean, new kids on the uh, new kids in the keep. <laughs> but no, that was my idea for the bad guys. <laughs> the bad guy, the, they are the corporate shield bands. Hey, still, you can turn it around on. They're the really Taylor easy. Swifts and the fucking uh, uh, company-grown uh, Backstreet Boy knockoffs. Or just make all of your characters twenty-seven years old. And now you're former Disney stars. Ah! Because we all know where that leads when they hit 27. You know, the gym in their palm turns red, they just burn out. So imagine trying to run a game for five Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And on that high note, let's get our final thoughts and the sign-off. All right. Um, I've got nothing else this episode because Kazrakan threw me through a loop. I was expecting, you know, dice and pencils and... Monsters and GM stuff, not musical things, so... Um. Don't worry, we'll do all that for our holiday edition, because, oh boy, do I have a holiday topic for that. Ooh, I'm excited to hear that. That'll have to wait till so, next week. So, uh, I guess anybody out there playing D&D, just remember that when you're going through the dungeon to deck the halls, and remember it's Santa's slay! <laughs> Game Goblin going back to my crypt. I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think episodes like this and just experiences like this 
are really eye-opening, because, like, I've heard several things, and now I'm going to have to go hunt down, because, damn, that sounds neat. And I'm sure it's gone the other way as well, you know? I have I have a feeling Havoc's going to really enjoy that uh, cover. Acapella, man. They do really well with it. It's impressive. I, I, it sounds interesting. I will definitely take a look when I... Yeah. Um, but with that, Kazakhan, back to the skies. Have a safe holidays, kids. All right, yes. So, yeah, it, it's, it's different to see how different people interact with music, whether that's via gaming or just general out and about. Um, yeah. Um, it, everyone's taste is different. And the fact that you can then use that taste to influence your different interactions in a game or focus in it, it, it's it's interesting and it's it's a it's a it's a great concept i love it and as for my final thoughts this is the main thing i gotta say don't be afraid to listen to new types of music to get inspired sometimes you gotta branch out you gotta hit i'm feeling lucky on the pandora box and i honestly recommend do not stream your music through youtube because you will get hella commercials right now so I recommend bad. an I actual also, service. I actually missed the apocalypse. So, oh, one last thing to leave you guys on a great suggestion. Uh, Sir Christopher Lee, may he rest in peace, used to do heavy metal Christmas songs. Look them up. Find them. I believe they're exclusively on uh, Amazon Prime Music. We're not sponsored. Uh, but look up Sir Christopher Lee's Christmas music. It will not disappoint. I have no toys for you, pa pum pum